Okay, welcome back. Uh, ended up being a long, tough Thursday yesterday. So this session, even though promised yesterday, comes the morning after. But that's fitting for this topic because if you're average like me, you often have had a long, tough day that you have to bounce back from. And the best assist that I can give you in doing that also happens to be my favorite word, empathy. Uh, first, let's paint the typical scene. That's easy. Happens all too often. Your appointments are scheduled for the day, uh, were delayed beyond your control. Perhaps you dealt with difficult or uncooperative people. Uh, maybe new or unexpected stress or duties were thrown at you and you had to juggle or mix them in to an already full day of stress. And uh, suddenly, by afternoon, that singing happy guy that enjoyed his 5 a.m. coffee is now screaming at traffic or slamming doors or uh, massaging a headache by 5 p.m. And I'm reminded of by a scene from my second favorite movie, The Departed, where that is discussed. And here's the clip. Two pills? Great. Why don't you just give me a bottle of scotch and a handgun to blow my fucking head off? Are we done here with this psychiatry bullshit? You know what? You what can the leave. fuck did I just put myself through? I'm fucking out of here. And what if that was a legitimate threat? Think about it. Why is the last patient of the day always the hottest one? It's because you're tired and you don't give a shit. It's not supernatural. So that last line from DiCaprio is interesting because like many things, it's funny because it's a clever punchline or comeback. But it's also funny because it's true. As in a aha moment, uh, what he's describing is the person's loss of empathy or caring or feeling throughout the course of the day. Your empathy thermometer, as I like to picture it, loses its juice as your heart for others turns cold throughout that day. Early in the day, you may stop and help the person on the side of the road. Late in the day, after being drained by everyone and everything, you fly on by with the attitude that, hey, man, I gave at the office. So you can picture me yesterday, if you want, where the last thing I wanted to do after a long day in court was to write and talk about some encouraging words on a podcast. So fitting for us to address your moral compass then at this point. We have covered mostly composing your personal life compass, setting long-range visions for yourself and going after them. But you will need the right moral code to do that, too. Uh, we inevitably encounter other people that are or are not part of our adventures. Some are helpful to our journey, some are not. And we have to maintain our consistency, our character, and our focus. I like the word poise for all of that. Our ability to stay who we are no matter the people around us. And the vaccine or the vitamin to protect yourself against the virus of the influence of other people, that's empathy. Now, we all have empathy in us to varying degrees, and your challenge is to maintain the right amount to keep your perfect temperature or equilibrium between yourself and others. I used to hammer on empathy when coaching that if each player truly felt for other people around them, they would never quit on their teammates next to them during a game. They would never disrespect an opponent, win or lose, and they would grow up to want great things for their community and family around them. It's likely that my players got very tired of hearing the word empathy. But the better life analogy that we get from the use of empathy through sports is actually the balance 
that comes between our own desires, things we personally need and want, with society, the greater good that helps us all. Now, it's not new. Great thinkers have long tried to solve this balance, right? You can read philosophers like Rousseau in the 1700s, wrote about how it's inevitable that we all take on the expectations or the concerns of other people around us. But we have to work not to lose ourselves in the lifestyles or views of the majority or of any of those that come into our path. Now, look, I'm not deep, deep enough for those guys. Uh, but my three things today to illustrate uh, the point are basically similar to Goldilocks and the three bears. Okay, Too much empathy and you are too soft. You are always letting other people in front of you in traffic. You are always giving away your wealth to charity. You are always sacrificing your time when asked. And while helping others like that warms your heart and you feel wholesome as you do them, you ultimately grow resentful as your personal wants keep getting pushed aside and then you get left behind from where you want to be. Essentially, empathy without limits makes you a patsy. These people are also those prone to social media addiction and depression and anxiety even as they seek and can never get enough of the approval of others. So too little empathy, on the other hand, and you're too hard. This is every jerk or gaslighter that you've ever encountered. Uh, they are selfish. They see only from the perspective of their own needs. And they're even openly rude or disrespectful to those around them. Uh, unless they can use the other person to their benefit, they see the other person as weak or as an obstacle or even a threat to their progress, and they can't hide that. It comes out in their hurtful, uncaring words and behavior. So lastly, of course, if you can balance empathy at the right level, you can find that feeling of just right uh, the way that Goldilocks had with baby bear's soup or uh, bed and I do think a sports team is the best analogy for that. And I'm not trying to plug my new novel, Once Upon a Rhyme, that comes out in a few weeks, but it is easiest just to quote a piece or a passage from that book that covers this topic. And it goes like this. The emotional skills of love and empathy, though they're directly opposed to the selfish concept of winning, uh, they're the only effective glue that can hold a group together to elicit what Lombardi said was individual commitment to a group effort. Any group, team, family, community, or even a nation belabors this balance. How do we get great individuals to join together to achieve group goals or to even want to fill the needs of others? And it's the invisible hand of free market capitalism that we need, arm wrestling, with the outstretched hand of charity or socialism that we also need. And you need capitalism for players to be great, but you need socialism for them to want to do it together as a great team. So look, ponder those things as you wish. Hopefully we can all see how empathy relates to our country's current dilemma of how we all want our own personal freedoms and progress, but yet we all need to work together for the country to succeed and improve for that to be able to happen. So look, we'll keep addressing your personal compass in the last four episodes of this season, how to go about shaping your life the way you want it. But after a tough day yesterday, we just wanted to stuff the thermometer of empathy 
into your backpack for your adventure. Uh, the right empathy level will keep your poise and your moral code intact as you encounter others along the way.